It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Thanks for joining everybody. We are talking about adaptive leadership today and the need for adaptive leaders in our environment and world at work right now. And I'm just off of my one of my favorite conferences of the year, Wisdom 2.0 in San Francisco, where um, we're talking about mindfulness and technology, compassion, uh, meditation practices, and um, being able to integrate both the great technological advances with some of the ancient wisdoms of, of mindfulness uh, for better results at work and so and also in life. And so today I want to be focusing and I'll share a few of the pearls of wisdom that I was able to glean from that conference and some of the wonderful speakers there, um, but really want to talk about the need for adaptive leaders. And you, you've heard us talk about this VUCA environment, this volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world that we're working in. Um, things are moving quickly. Our complexity in terms of working globally and uh, scaling rapidly, changing the way that we operate, uh, the demand for a great customer experience, all of these things are really adding to a more complex world to work in. And really the most important skills that we'll need moving to the future, in my opinion, will be the ability to learn and adapt. And in fact, I was reading an article yesterday um, that a colleague posted on LinkedIn by the Guardian Life Insurance on the top trends impacting workforce in 2018 and beyond, and they say that workers' future success may depend on their ability to learn new skills and adapt to job-related changes. And I would say um, not may depend, really will depend, in my opinion, and from what we are seeing in the workplace uh, and the folks that we're coaching. So what do we need to be able to learn and adapt? Um, that, it's a good question, right? Because it, maybe it's different now than it used to be because we have been learning and adapting over time. I think the difference right now is that we are having to learn and adapt at a rapid pace. We don't have years to come to uh, adaptation or to learn things. Um, we have months, sometimes hours, before we walk into a meeting. So there's three things that can help us to learn and adapt more effectively as leaders. The first is increased consciousness. The second are better tools to engage learners. And the third is compassion. So let's look at all three of these. Increased consciousness, um, how do you do that? How, that's a big ask, right? Like, oh, how do you just go increase someone's consciousness? Well, there's a couple different ways that we know are tried and true practices. And one of them is mindfulness. Um, anytime we are increasing our awareness by practicing mindfulness, um, giving ourselves time to reflect, to take a strategic time out to think about what we're doing, um, to allow our thoughts to come together and align, to focus our attention. That helps to increase our awareness and our ability to focus. Um, 
challenging our own belief systems as well will help us to open up to new possibilities. Dan Siegel was speaking. Uh, he was one of the opening keynote speakers at the conference. And he spoke about the plane of possibility. And he's doing a lot of research right now in the science of relationships and community. And um, really this idea of how do we open up our consciousness to have more access to what he's calling the plane of possibility. And he talks about the belief constraints that we have in terms of plateaus and peaks, and there's a lot of science behind it, but the bottom line is is that when we stay in our narrow focus, when we don't open up our ability and challenge our own thinking, then we are limited in terms of what possibilities are available to us. When we drop our belief systems, our thinking, not forever, but even just for a minute to engage in other belief systems, to think about what we might not know, to increase our awareness or our curiosity about something, then we open ourselves up to greater possibility. And he would posit that it's even infinite possibility. So when I think about what the leaders that I'm working with are dealing with on a daily basis, this idea that um, they're having to come up with creative solutions and quickly, and they're having to work across different teams, I'm thinking that the more possibilities available to them, the better. So um, being able to practice mindfulness, whether that's through walking meditation, whether that's through uh, just taking reflective time out, journaling, um, doing a nature sit spot, sitting in silence in nature and observing, um, following a mantra, there's a million different ways to find a mindfulness practice, and they don't all include meditation, although many do. Um, that's going to help open you up to more possibilities and raise your consciousness. And as your consciousness is raised, your complexity of mind, your ability to process more is raised as well. Now, the um, second way, the second thing to be thinking about with consciousness is this idea of becoming a lifelong learner. And as you continue to push yourself to learn more, open yourself to new knowledge, you can make connections that were previously unavailable to you. So um, another speaker at the conference from the Strozzi Institute said that learning means I can now take an action that was previously unavailable to me. And that, I think, is one of the very best definitions I've ever heard of learning. Um, it's inspiring. It enables me to do something that I wasn't able to do before. It's not just knowledge, but by really learning something and getting it in my bones, I now have options that were previously unavailable to me. So we need that as we're moving into uncertain times. Also, as you grow your consciousness, you tap into this plane of possibility that Dan Siegel's talking about. And as we're able to have more possibilities, we have more options that were previously unavailable to us, um, we're definitely growing our consciousness. And when we skip mindfulness practice, when we skip taking strategic timeouts because we're too busy or because we don't know how, then um, we limit our possibilities by not practicing. So um, so increased consciousness is one of the first things you're going to need to learn and adapt um, as we move into the future. And the second thing that we're pretty passionate about at P-Link Leadership is better tools to engage learners. Um, we know that we absorb 
when we're listening to lecture. And sadly, that's how most training and education is still done, is by lecture. Somebody who's a thought leader, luminary, whatever you want to call them, gets at the front of the room and talks for an hour, two hours, and tells you the answer. Now, the challenge with this is that as um, when you're sitting in the audience, your mind drifts every 12 seconds when you're listening to someone. So um, taking 5%, that is not a good use of your time. So we need to be able to learn and absorb more, and we need to be able to do that faster, which means changing the way that we're teaching people in the current world. So um, some things you want to be thinking about are how do I get to the most salient point? What do I want my people to walk away with? What do I want, um, if I only had a minute to share this, what would be the most important thing that I could share? You want to give enough context. You don't want to oversimplify things so people can't link it to other connections or learning they've had before. But just don't have two years to study it in many cases now. So um, so you need to be able to give those salient points so that they can start to make connections. Your students can start to make connections immediately. Um, and then they can dip into deeper knowledge uh, as they get excited about something or need to know more. And then also this idea of shorter and more frequent bursts of learning. So getting to a place where maybe you're working for 90 minutes a month versus having a two-day meeting every six months, um, keeping that on the front of mind. Now the last piece here in terms of being able to learn and adapt more effectively as we move into the future is compassion. And um, Byron Katie, who is a thought leader in questioning your own thinking and judgments, um, she said a couple of days ago to us in a meeting in a breakout session, I am who you believe me to be, and I can never be more or less than that. And boy, did that strike home for me. Because when we look at our colleagues, our peers, our direct reports, our bosses, and we believe them to be something, they can never be more or less than what we believe them to be in our minds. And so being willing to extend compassion to others, being willing to extend generous assumptions and ascend to that next level of consciousness, we really need to be able to believe that we and others can continue to grow, can be more than they are right now. And there's a couple ways that um, that Jack Cornfield, another great um, mindfulness, uh, I'll say guru for lack of a better word, but thought leader, um, talked about. He said there's a few ways you can practice this. One is um, to look at someone as a family member or um, consider someone as a future genius. You see a child who's misbehaving or bored looking at them and thinking, they could be the next Einstein. Like, what if that is the next Leonardo da Vinci who's sitting right here? The second thing that you can do is to look at adults and see adults as children, the child version of themselves, living out their best adventure. So you might see somebody dressed up in a suit, and you might imagine them as an eight-year-old running through the forest with a cape and a sword on their greatest adventure, and that can help you create compassion. And then um, the third thing he said is you can act as if you're the Dalai Lama, which is to meet everyone as an old friend and offer them blessings of love and kindness. And I think that's just um, 
a wonderful way to move through the world because when you're operating from a place of compassion, there are so many more possibilities. And this is really what adaptation is about. It's being willing to be open and to be willing to change and question your own thoughts and beliefs that keep you in the place that you are in the spirit of adapting and becoming more than you are currently and finding more possibilities. So, um, Anything that you can do to increase your consciousness, to offer or um, get better tools to be engaged as a learner or to engage the learners that you're teaching and to grow compassion is going to really help you as you move into the future and, um, and current environment to be able to learn and adapt more effectively and more quickly in meaningful ways. So this has been Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. Uh, we're sponsored by B-Link Leadership, and we look forward to seeing you next week, same time, same place, to continue the conversation. Have a great week.